Guys, what's up? It's Derek, Chief Disruptor at Disruptor. This is my so-called podcast. It's not really a podcast. I'm not interviewing anyone. I'm reading articles that I've previously written for a couple of reasons. One, you don't like to read. Maybe you just want to listen. And two, maybe you just don't want to fall asleep while you drive and you're tired of listening to whatever it is you normally listen to. This one's called, What Are You Going to Do About It? And there's a picture of me on the cover of this article, exactly what I thought, nothing. I drank six beers and I took six shots and I thought I should drive us home. I thought wrong. I got pulled over as you probably can guess. I guess cops tend to freak out when you turn the wrong way down a one-way street. To my credit, I noticed instantly and made an illegal U-turn. Excuse me, sir, you've been drinking? There was no way out of this one. My newly 21-year-old serious girlfriend was with me, and the last thing I wanted was for her to get arrested. You know, if I only felt the same way about her safety, right? But she did get arrested, and so did I. And we were both granted a free night in the county lockup. She, my girlfriend, had one roommate or cellmate, one. I, on the other hand, I had 47. That's an odd number to remember, but I do. Nearly 20 years later. In case you're wondering, did we break up? Uh, let me save you the suspense. Yes. And if you're wondering how that night went, it sucked. For those of you who've gotten a DWI before or spent the night in lockup, you don't even know need to know that it sucked. You don't need me to tell you that it sucked, at least, because you already freaking know it sucked. The point of the story begins right here. At one point in the middle of the night, I moved off my concrete bed, which was the floor, it's the middle of the jail cell floor, onto a bench seat that had just opened up. Oh, it was like a miracle. The person who was sitting there decided to abandon it to take a stroll around the cell. Once he decided to return to his seat, told me I need to move because it was his seat. Keep in mind, more than 30 minutes had gone by before I dared to sit there. He proceeded to tell me to get, the f to get the F off the bench. When I told him I wasn't moving, his response was idiotic. Idiotic. It was threat after threat after threat, followed by the typical high school clap of, what are you going to do about it? It was at this moment where I just snapped. I had this realization that nothing was going to happen. What was he going to do? Shank me? No, this was the Fort Wayne drunk tank. I was six inches taller and no doubt had 60 pounds on this guy. With no fear in my eyes or care for the consequences at the moment, I looked back at him with authority, raised my voice and said, what the hell you think you're gonna do about it? That's what I thought, not a damn thing. Just keep talking buddy and walk away. And that's precisely what he did. He kept talking and he didn't do a thing about it. In my entire life, I have never been more ready to throw down than I did at that moment. I had been in jail for only six hours and had already established my street cred. That night I spent in jail was one of the worst nights of my life, but at the same time, probably one of the best things that could have ever happened to me. For one, it was this horrible realization that there were consequences for my decisions, both good and bad, and two, there's no reason to complain about something you're not willing to change yourself.
Get into fisticuffs is not the ideal analogy, but the confidence to ask yourself that question is. Every day of our lives, we are faced with challenges and constantly, constantly, we are colliding with specific social issues we disagree with. With all of these challenges and disagreements, we have an option. We can choose to complain or we can actually do something about it. Did you gain weight last year while sitting at home? Go running, change your diet, but mostly get off your ass. Did you get in an argument with your wife? Tell her you're sorry and go all out. Are you unemployed and telling yourself you can't find a job or there's nothing out there for you? Get any position in the meantime. Who cares where it is? Work fast food if you have to. And by the way, I mean, it's March of 2022. Everybody's hiring. Are you pissed about a social issue? Write your congressman or women. Tell them how you feel. But more importantly, what you would like to happen. As in offering a solution. As in, what would you do? Are you hurt? Then help someone. My pastor once told me that hurt people hurt people. So if you're feeling hurt, the best thing you can do for yourself is to help someone. All right, this is a big one. Are you upset about COVID? I mean, everyone has an opinion on this. And almost everyone who has an opinion on this is outspoken about it. Because if you're not candid about it, you're basically just a sheep, right? wrong hey we're not all sheep but by the way just in case you're wondering jesus left his flock of sheep to save the one that wandered off just saying you can do so much more about it than complaining rather just lift but rather than list off the apparent answers to what you should do i want to paraphrase what a great friend of mine recommended several years ago when he said Go make an impact on the local level. Honestly, I think that's the best advice anyone could ever receive when they believe so strongly in a cause, or in this case, against something. So what can you do right now? You can go to a school board meeting and speak up, or have some empathy for the decisions that school board has to make, because I'll tell you, they're not easy. You could join the campaign of a local political figure that, shames, that shares the same value as you. That may be kind of hard to believe. You could join a nonprofit board for something you're passionate about. You could serve in your community. You could volunteer your time. You could reach out to someone for a conversation, particularly someone who disagrees with you. I know I'm in the same position right now with a family member. Or... You could continue complaining about it. But keep in mind that complaining about anything is the same as doing nothing about something. Except, well, wasting time. Complaining equals nothing. The irony of this entire story is how my story of this drunk tank buddy that I made friends with back in the day, you know, when I spent the night in jail, comes full circle. About two years later, I was working for Orkin Pest Control in residential sales. It was an awesome job. I was right out of college. I got a call to go out to this rundown house in the center of Fort Wayne with a German cockroach infestation. First of all, that's really bad. Really, really bad. German cockroach infestation, not good cockroaches. Not that there's good cockroaches. I had to see if we could service their home. The homeowner, this is a true story, the homeowner 
was the same guy who wanted his seat back that night in jail. And he didn't recognize me at first. <laughs> I recognized him right away. Nice ponytail. Okay, sorry. That was until I finished my inspection. I told him what our service would cost. And then I looked him right in the eye and I said to him, what are you going to do about it? The look on his face as he realized who I was was priceless. That's a true story. I love that story. Needless to say, he didn't do anything about his cockroach infestation. But something tells me he probably kept on bitching about it anyway. And, you know, this is a sidebar. You're not going to get this reading the article. I'm willing to bet a million bucks that dude's dead right now. He didn't have a lot going for him. You got a problem? You really got a problem. Try doing something about it for a change. As for me, I already have, and I will continue to do so, always. I wrote this article for my mother, who always taught my brother and myself to be part of the solution, not the problem. It didn't always work, but it definitely stuck. All right, call me.